the Rugby World Cup on Off The Ball. We're keeping our limited time offer open while Ireland remain involved at the World Cup. Once we're out or once we win it, the offer will end. Just go to offtheball.com forward slash join for all the details. Off The Ball. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, the latest on the Ireland squad's fitness after today's captain's run at the Stade de France. Antoine Dupont is back for France, while Manny Lubbock gets the nod for the Springboks despite his kicking horror show against Ireland. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup Deliveroo it's on your doorstep first up today Ireland held their captain's run at the Stade de France earlier ahead of tomorrow's World Cup quarter-final with the All Blacks with all Irish eyes on Mac Hansen the Connacht winger came through the session unscathed he wore strapping to his injured calf but does look set to start without issue tomorrow night despite not being involved today Robbie Henshaw and James Ryan were both at training this morning with the latter wearing strapping to both wrists attack coach Mike Catt believes both will be fine for next Next week, should Ireland come through tomorrow night? Yeah, James doing really well. As you saw, Robbie, Robbie Enshaw and James are obviously out there at, um, at training this morning. So um, they're progressing really nicely. So they'll be available for, for next week. Did James have a procedure on his wrist or, or what was the story there? Uh, yeah. yeah. Ireland, of course, looking to reach a World Cup semi-final for the very first time. But despite that poor record at the highest level, Caelan Doris says there is no mental scar tissue amongst the squad. It feels like it, it is a different group. Um, it feels like quite a long time since the last one. There's obviously neither of us were there the last time. Um, there's been a lot of experience over the last three or four years with this group. We've built a lot of confidence through those experiences, through some pretty big wins. New Zealand last year, New Zealand at home, South Africa. Um, there's been some. It's been quite a big journey with this group, and along that, through the coaches, through our plan, through the players' ability and our want to get better. There's a lot of belief that's been built um, in this last period so we're drawing on that and not looking back too much further I'm sure some of the more experienced older guys might take some things as well going back even longer but um, the last three or four years has been an unbelievable journey for us and there's a lot of belief and confidence that have come from that Cat has also paid tribute to Joe Schmidt's influence on the All Blacks performances at the tournament so far well, I think what we've what we've seen is is the good old Blacks of, of, of old really of New Zealand of, of, of old day exceptionally dangerous ball in hand I think um, Joe's definitely brought a, a physicality at the breakdown and their ball carrying um, obviously it was something that, that Joe was massively passionate about with Ireland as well so um, especially in the wide breakdowns Ricky Ione these guys are big guys and, and they they put a lot of pressure in those areas so it's making sure that, that we match them physically um, but being technically good on the, on the same breath but um, across the board you know they've got a hell of a lot of experience even coming off the bench, you know, Sam Whitelock, these guys that have, that have got, you know, hundreds of caps really. So um, they're very experienced side and, and you know, they, they know exactly what they need to do to, to win these big occasions. So um, it's going to be a great test match and, and we're looking forward to it, obviously. The sides must be separated tomorrow night, however that may be, meaning the game could ultimately be decided by penalties. That eventuality would require five different kickers per side, but Kat says they have planned for every possible outcome. Um, we have spoken about it. The players know who they are. Um, Andrew Porter, Dan Sheehan, um, Tygburn. So, um, you know, they've, they've definitely put in an extra, extra couple of hours of their kicking because they kick every, every day anyway. But um, 
No, I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's one of those, I think players are aware of it. I mean, like you say, it's, it's a long way to get to that situation. You'd like to think with the golden point now, compared to what it was in the past, you know, you had extra time, then golden point, then whereas, you know, so, so you'd like to think in the golden point in 10 minutes, one side would, would, would take their opportunity and, and score points. So, but um, yeah, the players who are on the pitch know who they are. And again, fingers crossed we put them through the middle. France and the Springboks have both named their teams for Sunday showdown in Saint-Denis. The headline news for the hosts is that Antoine Dupont is back 24 days after sustaining a facial fracture in the win over Namibia. France's captain will start at scrum half. There'll be no face mask for Dupont, but he will wear a protective scrum helmet. He replaces Maxime Lucu in the only alteration to the French backs from their Poulet victory over Italy. The forwards are unchanged. Sab Francais Sekou Makalu is named on the bench along with Lucu, Melvin Jaminet and Baptiste Couillou are the men dropping out. For the box, Manny Libok, to the surprise of some, has been picked to start at out half ahead of Henry Pollard. Cobus Reinach is the only back retained from their win over Tonga with Faf de Klerk among the replacements. Eben Etzebeth, Captain Sia Khaleesi and Dwayne Vermeulen keep their places in the pack with Vermeulen moving from blindside to number 8. So running you through those sides, we start with France. Thomas Ramo is at full back. The wings are manned by the tournament's top try scorer Damien Penault and Louis Biel-Bierry. Gael Ficou and Jonathan Dante continue their centre partnership. Matthew Jalabert is this week partnered in the halfbacks by the returning captain Antoine Dupont. In the front row, Cyril Bay, Piatto, Mauvaca and Wini Antonio. France's second row is comprised of Cameron Woki and Thibaut Flamo. Anthony Jalange starts at blindside flanker. Charles Olivon is on the open. Gregory Aldrit is at number 8. On the bench then, it's Pierre Bourgeris, Renard Vordy, Dorian Aldegheri, Romain Teofafenwa, Francois Crowe, Sekou Makalu, Maxime Lucu, and Yorem Moafana. For the box, Damien Willemse returns at full back. Kurt Lee, Arenza and Cheslin Colbe will start on the wings. The centre partnership is Jesse Creel and Damien Dealende. No room for Lacanio Am. Manny Lubbock gets the nod as I say at fly half. Cobus Reinach is at scrum half. In the front row then, it's Stephen Kitchoff, Bongi in Bombany and Franz Mallory. Evan Etzebeth and Franco Mostert start in the second row. Sia Khaleesi captains the team from blindside flanker. Peter Steph is on the open and Dwayne Vermeulen will start at number eight. On the bench for them, it's Dion Furry, Oxen Shea, Vincent Koch, Orgy Snyman, of course, of Munster and Quagga Smith. With three backs, then Faf de Klerk, Andrew Pollard and Willie LaRue. Head coach Jacques Nienaber has no qualms about their halfback partnership. Well, I think uh, if you if you look at a guy like Quibus, I think he's playing exceptional rugby uh, um, and and Faf, uh, f- uh, for that matter. Uh, and the same with uh, with Marnie. I think Marnie and, and, and uh, Andre is probably a little bit uh, different in the sense that I think if you look at the cumulative numbers, a number of minutes that, that Andre have been playing uh, for us uh, or rugby this year is probably one game if you if you count all the the minutes together. So. Uh, we we sto- slowly building him up after his injury, uh, and I think with Marnie, I think Marnie is uh, uh, probably our informed fly-off uh, at this stage. Not probably is, you know. I think uh, 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 Marnie started for us. Uh, I think we lost one game uh, this year with Marnie starting at ten. So obviously he's uh, he's in form, and and the team performs when he's he's the starting fly-off. So uh, it's just as simple as that. 
Despite Razzy Rasmus's cryptic tweets this week, it's a regulation 5-3 bench for the Springboks, somewhat surprisingly, and Jack Nienaber was asked if they lose something of their identity by naming only five forwards. I know people look at the bench because we sometimes play around with the 7-1-6-2-5-3. And again, I'm taking it back to team selection. You look at your position and and, and you kind of make a decision on, listen, what do we think is the best... uh, team of 23 that we select and sometimes that's a 7-1 might be a 8-0 in the next game it might be a 6-2, it might be a 5-3 again uh, um, but for, for this specific game we, we felt that, that uh, a 5-3 is the best uh, for us and like I've mentioned before but in terms of us losing our identity, no. I think um, when we went 7-1, everybody said there's risk. Yes, with every team selection, doesn't matter how you select that bench, there's risk. I think 5-3 is probably the stand, more standard one that people perceive has got less risk. Uh, and then if you go to a 6-2, obviously there's a little bit of more risk. And then 7-1, there's, there's more risk. But you do mitigate that risk with... with uh, multiple players being able to cover multiple positions. So we just felt that for this specific game, um, a 5-3 is probably the best one for us. And and if you look, um, I know people will probably look at it and say, like you mentioned, are we going away from our identity? But if I take you back, the, the last game, the last big final we played in was the British and Irish Lions final. Uh, and we went with a 5-3 split there. Uh, and Mornay Stein was selected, you know, and he kicked the last penalty uh, to give us the victory in that test match, in that uh, series. So, so it's not like we haven't done five threes in big games before. Uh, it's, it's, it's not. It may be uh, pe- people don't follow us that often. So it might in the World Cup because we haven't done it a lot. Uh, people might have uh, might see it as uh, as strange, but we have definitely played big final games with uh, with five threes before. Steve Borthwick has made two changes to his England team that will play Fiji in the quarterfinals on Sunday. Much as he did in the Pool D win over Chile, Marcus Smith starts at full-back, replacing Freddie Stewart. There's some rejigging to the backs with Elliot Daly returning on the wing. That sees Johnny May swap from the left to the right. Joe Marchant switches to outside centre with Manu Tuolagi starting at 12. Owen Farrell reverts to out half and George Ford drops to the bench. The pack is the same as the one that started against Samoa. Finally, at time of recording, Ireland's women are about to get their inaugural WXV campaign underway in Dubai. They're in Tier 3, remember, with Kazakhstan their first opposition. Scott Beeman's side will play Colombia on Saturday week. The South Americans lost their opening fixture 67-13 to Fiji this afternoon. Finally, back to tomorrow's game at the Stade de France off the balls Ashling O'Reilly asked Caelan Doris and Dan Sheehan about the impact of the team's performances back home What does it mean to about you your families to be preparing for potentially your biggest game of your careers against the, the All Blacks and to be able to embrace it and enjoy it because I'm sure growing up this is stuff that you only wished you could do Yeah um, you know I think growing up you want to be in these big games um, as Someone said that Ireland hasn't been past these sort of stages, so that's obviously a big motivation to get um, one up. But you know, we we said at the start of the competition when we want to go the whole way, we think we have the squad to uh, to do it, and you know, we can't look past tomorrow. But I think you know the pride of being in this squad, um, you know, it, it extends further than me. It goes family, friends, um, the amount of people I have co- traveling over every week just you know to see me for two seconds after a game. I know they come over for the, a bit of party, but. Um, you know, I think it's it's 
it's great to bring a bit of enjoyment, um, a bit of pride to the Irish people. Um, something I always think about is how many people it, it touches back home. Um, so uh, yeah, no, it's it's great, but at the same time, you know, you can't really get lost in it. I have a job to do, and you know, we have to just sort of go ahead and perform. Um, we can think about it after, but um, yeah, I think that's a bit. Um, similar for me, yeah. I think in these big weeks, you kind of you draw on some of the emotion and the pride and talking to a few friends back home in Mayo and seeing how how they're behind us and how so many people in the country are behind us and you can feel that over here, you can definitely get a sense of it. So I think that is a motivation for us, trying to continue to inspire them and do them proud and knowing that so many are coming over to support us. But sometimes you can sort of almost get too emotional and then you bring yourself back into process focused, detail focused, going through how we're going to do that, how we're going to make them proud, how we're going to get to the next step. So it's always a balance of both in these big weeks, I think. That's it for today's and indeed this week's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep these podcasts coming at you daily and indeed free. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo on Monday with reaction from the quarterfinals and fingers crossed looking ahead to an Ireland appearance in the World Cup semi-finals. Dare we dream. Till Monday. Take care and thanks for listening.